Ladies and gentlemen, for those of you that voted for Mr. Joe Biden, the President of the United States, I don't blame you for what's going on, but I do blame you for ignorance. I must put that stigma on you for being ignorant. All throughout the process, leading up to the election, he kept saying he was going to move the United States into a different direction, away from oil. Now, we were the top producing country in the world. Were, past tense. Now, I don't know if you knew this, but our dollar, and I'm sure all of my libertarian listeners do know this because they like to go back into history they're very smart. They read about why things are what they are. But for those of you that don't know, our dollar used to be backed by gold. Now, after 1970, I want to say 1971, 72-ish, Nixon took us off the gold standard and made a deal with the Saudis to peg our dollar to oil. So meaning we are backed by oil because in essence oil is a form of black gold. Liquid black gold. At this point in time, now that Mr. Biden has come into office and has cut the production of the United States at the knees, and no longer are we the top oil-producing nation in the world, we see these crazy price hikes because the most important law of economics, supply and demand, has forced these gas prices to go up. If we had crazy, good, and plentiful amounts of oil, we shouldn't see. We shouldn't have seen. They shouldn't have gotten to these heights. Supply and demand. Unfortunately, although we were the top producing oil country in the world, oil is controlled by OPEC and the United States. Meaning that for if for whatever reason these countries that produce oil deem that there's too much oil in the market, they will hold the supplies in order to pump up the price of barrels of oil the market so that's an entirely different issue which I've spoken about in my episode called gas should be 50 cents a gallon but let's just assume that oil runs on a truly free market let's just assume that so I don't know what Joey Biden Joey Bitten Joey, Mr. Dementia-ridden, 
president of the United States was thinking along with his people. Because if you're going to cut something out of your economy that will directly affect your economy, you better have a plan in place. And I don't know matter of fact I do know they didn't have a plan in place they just wanted to acquiesce the green vote the green radicals they wanted to acquiesce to the people that deem climate change the most important thing in the world going on right now that's not the most important thing in the world going on right now pollution in areas is terrible and yes we need to help people that are dealing with crazy amounts of pollution whether it be in their air whether it be in their water supply whether it be the fact that they just don't have first class plumbing and that affects the health of the people in that region that's as far as I go into supporting any environmental issues. Because I do care about the environment. I do care about people. I am a humanist. That's not a question. That's not the question. And it shouldn't be used as a weapon against people that don't believe in the entirety of the premise that people who believe in the climate change issue uh, believe. There's no way, and I've said this before, there's no way that the planet being three-fourths water, three-quarters water, and us humans living on less than 20% of dry land can affect the entire planet so much that we need to curtail what we do. Otherwise, impending doom on the planet is to come. No, dog. No, ma'am. No, uh, my guy. That's not true. I understand. I am not a certified scientist. I am not a PhD. Toting individual. I understand those two key points for you to listen to me. But listen to me. Listen to me. How does that make any sense? How does that make any sense? People live on less than 20% of dry land in the planet. And out of that 20% that's populated, how much can we really affect the 90% the planet.
excuse me, excuse me, the 80% of the planet that we don't live on. Does that make any sense to you? Earth will chew and spit us out before we destroy Earth. Okay? Humans are here to survive and thrive after we get the surviving out of the way. And whatever it takes is on the table. We are not here to conserve and preserve the planet if it directly contradicts our survival. And right now, oil, mobility, movement is part of our survival, whether you like it or not. So, now that I got that out of the way, as I said, Mr. Joey Biden didn't have a plan directly cutting our oil production should have meant that he had a massive renewable energy infrastructure plan in place, which he does not and did not. Because in the end, if we are to transition into renewable energy, it will be the private sector that will do it, not the government. The government will see, observe, and latch on to the coattails of the industry leaders that will successfully do so, and then we'll see more cronyism going down, as we always do. I can't recall if it was Business Week or a Bloomberg article, but, you know, I shouldn't have been surprised, but I was. Uh, it was a it was an oil tycoon that was buying up all sorts of land and transitioning to wind farms and he himself said it was still not a viable option for the entirety of the country but then again then again states like California are transitioning to renewable energy so, as I said, the private sector was going to do it either way. But that doesn't mean that we had to cut our supply of oil for any reason. Especially when the premise on TV is all about oil when it comes to Russia and Ukraine. And Europe. And Germany. And the Stream 2 pipeline. So, uh, the Hegelian dialectic did not work this time. Usually the government causes the problem, brings the quote-unquote solution to the table, then pops their collar and claims to be in our savior. But this time, because of social media and because of people that read and have been following the issues very closely, the move of cutting the oil from uh, cutting oil production to now releasing 
oil reserves in order to bring gas prices down doesn't look like a saving move. It looks like a desperate move. So all of you, I'm sorry. So all of you that have somebody in your circle that doesn't understand what's going on with the oil prices and and people that you have in your circle that are latching on to the headlines, regurgitating points about the oil or the gas price hikes being due to Russia invading Ukraine. Please give them the context they need. Please give them the real facts. You don't need to get too nerdy to explain to them that by cutting our oil production, by toppling ourselves from the top oil producing position worldwide, we help other countries, other adversaries, other, shall I say, enemies. I don't want to use that word because I'm all about peace, but cutting oil production was detrimental to the United States. It helped us in no way whatsoever other than to acquiesce to the greenies, to the climate change fanatics, to the doomsday prophets. So I ask you, please, give people context. Tell them and teach them that this isn't something that just happened. Everything has a cause and effect. Everything has a reaction. Every action has a reaction. And this one comes, unfortunately, from the inside out.